Proverbs 22, 6, and it says, train up a child as he should go. I think we are missing that in today's world. And I know a lot of people don't believe in, in Jesus and God, and it is very apparent because we are allowing our children to lead us and lead themselves. I watched uh, some awards where they gave uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union some award for something. Anyway, when he got up there, he said, it's not my job to lead. It's my job to facilitate. Mm -hmm. Talking about his son. I went and looked at facilitate to make sure I wasn't tripping on the definition of facilitate. And to facilitate means to make a process easier. So my question for Mr. Dwayne Wade is, if your child would have came home with any ideology, would you have made it easier for him? What is going on, everyone's, everyone's, everyone's? We here and we back with another episode of Is My Point Valid? Yes, indeed. We in this thing once again on a hot Monday for your mind. But before we get started, we want to say thank you once again to all our subscribers. If you are checking us out for the first time and you like topics like marriage, relationships, children, Things like that, God, you know what I'm saying? Hit that subscribe button because that's what we all about. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get this thing started with what you know good. But pause because I always forget this. My name is Brandon D. And I am Camille A. Stalker. Yeah, so we're going to go ahead and jump into it with what you know good. So what you got for them, baby? All right. I read a book called Educated by Tara Westover. I, this book threw me for a loop. Um, her it's a memoir. First off, it is a memoir, and the story is about her never going to school, never really going to a school and being educated. Um, her dad was they're Mormon. Uh, he was a little. That makes sense as to why they never went to school. Does it? Yeah, I don't think Mormons did to go to school. They some they they do, but he was radical. He was he was like his he was paranoid. He thought the government was out to get him, and so he didn't. He, they didn't have birth certificates. They didn't. And the stories that she told, she was being abused by her older brother. The whole family turned on her. She did not like I said. She did not go to school, but she did things huh. like she went and she was a part of. Um, plays and she they went to church they were faithful churchgoers but um she didn't go to school and so her brother who had left who didn't stay in what um wanted to get away him went to college and got his college degree told her to take her ACT and she took it she studied for it she took it she got it I think she got you needed a 27 she got a 28 hmm. and then she was enrolled so she barely passed she it barely was the ACT and so um she enrolled in a college and now she she went through life and she has a PhD she is a doctor she has a doctorate uh the stories they are not believable <laughs> um, cause I'm like, you went through a lot. You, you, you know, so, um, I'm gonna get, I gave this book four stars. Like I went on Goodread and I gave it four stars because 
it was it had me in like that, but it's it's not believable. It I, I it feels like she just made some stuff up to fit some of the stories that may have happened, but it was so ex- extravagant, so elaborate, and I'm like, uh, she all was good this storyteller or whoever helped her write this book did amazing. <laughs> because in all actuality, the book wouldn't have been amazing. If it wasn't for all the hype. If she just would have told it straight. And then what bothered me, how I know, not how I know, in my opinion, why I feel like she is not being truthful is because she's like, I think I recall it happening like that. I had to ask my brothers what really happened. I was like, yeah, nah, you you still might be a little brainwashed. How you don't recollect? <laughs> you still might be a little bit brainwashed. Uh, so, But the book overall is four stars. Is it believable? Nah, y'all. It's that. Mm-mm. Okay, next. <laughs> On, oh, but you know, good. I watched a movie as I was in some comments, and they were like, Watch this movie. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. I wasn't like, okay. I was just like, let me go see mm-hmm. if it's on a platform where I can watch it for free. And guess what it was? But this movie is called God's Not Dead. And it is on YouTube. You can watch it for free with ads. Um, I watched it for free. With, with ads. ads. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Straight up. It was... Um, it was interesting. I enjoyed it. Um, it's an atheist professor who has a philosophy philosophy class, and he is people who take his class. He's telling them, "Let's just get this out the way. Here's what's going to happen in my um, classroom. You're going to write on a piece of paper the first day of school that God is dead, and the yeah, and so." In order to do this, you that was a part of like you passing the class. The class. And so the one boy, Josh, was all like, uh, I, ain't able, I ain't able to do this one. I can't do it. And so because of the ego, the professor had a big ego. Um, he was like, Well, you're gonna we you're going to do a um a lecture every at the end of every 20 minutes of the class, three lectures explaining to me why you think your God is real. And so he does. And it makes perfect sense because, and then one of the questions that Josh asked the professor in the last lecture is how do you hate something that you say doesn't exist? Hmm. Oh, I know that's a fair question because Straight so up. many people are like, I don't believe this. And I if don't, you don't believe how it. Do how do you, how do you so hate much? something? Hmm. Um, yeah, that was just, it was just, it was an interesting, interesting movie. It was good. And uh, I'm kind of glad I checked it out. Didn't know what I was getting into. And I found a new little gospel song from, I've never heard of the Newsboys. They sing gospel music. Yeah. Okay. I, I say gospel, but it, what is it? Contemporary, contemporary, it's contemporary something. Like the Maverick and the Hill songs, they fall under something. It's not gospel music. Like gospel music is uh like Fred Hammond and all them. This is not it's con it's called contemporary something. Anyhow, that was a good movie. All right. So next up, I just want to share some books that we finished. Um recently we finished Leaving Lyman, which was the second book in the trilogy of these books. <laughs> 
the collection. Right. So the first book is Finding Lyman by Lisa Klein. This is Finding Langston. Oh, whoops. This is Finding Langston. Sorry. Finding Langston by Lisa Klein Ransom. We're going to find both of them. <laughs> no, it's because uh, Lyman. Then we're going to find Nemo. Leaving Lyman. This is, both of these books were really good. Um, and then the third in the trilogy is called Being Clem. So if you're interested in um, having read-alouds with your children like I do, we read those aloud because they fall into um, our unit studies of what we're studying, which is the 1930s and the 1940s. And so we have to get Being Clem to complete this trilogy, and that'll probably be our book that we read to end off our 1940s um lessons i just wanted to share those with y'all and that's all i have for what you know good all right all right all right well we gonna keep it on the chicken like we do with the topic for the day and what that's gonna be for baby all right terrible parenting is ruining america lord have mercy <clears throat> and today we're gonna start with a bible verse that Bible verse is uh, Proverbs 22, 6, and it says, train up a child as he should go. Mm -hmm. I think we are missing that in today's world. And I know a lot of people don't believe in, in Jesus and God, and it is very apparent because we are allowing our children to lead us and lead themselves. I remember I, I, I watched... Uh, what was the some awards where they gave uh, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union some award for something? Anyway, when he got up there, he said, it's not my job to lead. It's my job to facilitate. Mm -hmm. Talking about his son. Mm -hmm. So my I went and looked at facilitate to make sure I wasn't tripping on the definition of facilitate. And to facilitate means to make a process easier. So my question for Mr. Dwayne Wade is, if your child would have came home with any ideology, would you have made it easier for him? I'm, I, I, don't, I don't understand how we can allow our children to come up with something and we just run with it. I think we let children do what it is because we feel like Okay, let's think about, let's take our childhoods, for example, right? Because mm -hmm. a lot of people do. We like to play that, that well, I was raised this way, or I'm not going to do what my parents did, what my parents did. I was in a strict household, so I, whenever I have children, I'm going to allow them to be as open, as free, as whatever they like. Hmm. And in doing that, there are no boundaries set. No. There are no... There's no discipline. Uh, there's no discipline set there is just hey you're a good kid and then that's where we also go astray as parents as well when we continue to praise our children and not acknowledge that hey you're a sinner you're not all good you're gonna mess up you're gonna make mistakes and yeah. but and here's and you and there's steps that you have to take in order to so we keep saying Oh, they're good children. She's mm -hmm. so good. When mm -hmm. um, when Ava was in school, her teachers were just like, you know, just eat Ava up. But yeah, Ava, Ava is good. You know, she is a but good Ava kid. Be awesome but, stuff right, too. but Ava can Ava can yeah. 
if you knew some of the things Ava was doing, you'd be like, oh, that's not my Ava. And, yeah. ch- and teachers would say and that, that, right? That's what, that's what normal, that's what you, parents usually say that about their children. Yeah. And that goes to most children, most parents don't know their children because they're not even spending enough time with them to know who they are. So when they do something, it's like, no, not my child. Mm-hmm. He didn't do that. Yeah. Not Billy. Yeah. Yeah. Or they might be save, saying that to save face. Yeah. Um, I do think parent, parents need to lead. I think once upon a time, I was trying to facilitate because I thought that that was how you were supposed to parent in today. Um, as Based I, on what you didn't want. Right. Based, um, as I hone into more of reading the Bible, hmm. more of joining in with other women who share my views, um, also... Being with my children every day, I see that you won't lead me. Um, I can't I, allow that. I can't. <laughs> I will not. Um, you've done something wrong. Okay, let's go. Let's let's talk about it. If I've yeah. had to tell you, so my my things have changed. If I've had to tell them something more than well, I once, but. If it's twice and you know I've got on you, I get them. I get them. I get them. I get them. And they don't like it. Uh, but it's not It's not about what they like. Yeah. It's yeah. about discipline. Um, and I had to come to terms with that because you will not disrespect me. And I see um, a lot of children do are disrespectful and it carries on in every aspect of their lives. Mm-hmm. So if they disrespectful at home, they take it to the school, they take it to the wherever they go in the park, they disrespectful to everybody because they don't know what respect is because they've never been taught that. They've been taught disrespect. Right. That's a good thing that you said. They've been taught disrespect because we also, as I'm bigger than you, you're smaller than mm-hmm. me. You listen to what I say mm-hmm. because I said so. We forget that children are parents. I mean, not children are parents. We forget that children are people. Mm -hmm. They are humans. So because of what you project to them, they're taking it in and they're saying, I have to act like this. So whatever you project onto them, they're going to project the same thing. So if you're acting ugly and saying ugly things to them, um, Hello, that's why that is. And then you'll then the first thing you'll say if we go back to school, my child's not a bully. Mm-hmm. You know, my child wouldn't do that. But then parents don't hold themselves accountable and they'll say things like, uh, oh, dang, I lost my train of thought. Um, goodness gracious. I just lost my train of thought. So it 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 it's uh <laughs> Oh, man. But anyway, proceed. I don't even know. It's just we children are children are people, but they're not grown ups. Like, don't treat them as grown ups. You treat them as a child. Mm -hmm. Like children do have a place, but don't be ugly to them. You talk to them like you would any other human being. Parents, you remember how parents used to say, do as I say and not as I do? Mm-hmm. That's how parents justify 
their actions when uh, they're actually teaching their children all mm-hmm. of these bad habits. Yeah. Because most of the things that we hate most about our kids, they learn directly from watching us. Mm-hmm. And then we can identify that within our children, but we can't identify it within ourselves. Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah. Because I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody is like, it, 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 that's, it, it's like that for everybody. And like for us, there is no excuse where we say, where did you pick up that behavior? Yeah. I know where you got it from. Like, why are you acting like that? Oh, and it's kind of convicting because you're looking at it, but we catch it immediately. Yeah. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Versus children who go out the door every day and the parent isn't catching it because the parent is probably busy, you know, with other children, busy with going to work, busy with, and that's not living that life. That's not, I'm not saying living life, but there's no shame in that because you're trying, like you're trying to do what you have to do. But in that, the most important person is being bypassed. Right. Yeah. It's being overlooked. It's being overlooked and they feel that they understand that. Absolutely. And then that goes into when they go to school and we have all these school shootings. Mm. <laughs> we want to blame the child for shooting, all, for, for doing the shooting. They did it. They did do it. But at the same time, if a parent was attentive in their child's life, they could have headed that off. You mean checking backpacks? Everything. Checking it. temperature. To see if they would see what what mental what mental state their child is in on the regular basis, because if you're paying attention to your child, you're gonna notice differences. You're gonna notice changes. If you're not paying attention to that, then anything could could get could fly by you. I there's parents who don't even go into their child's room, so when they do finally decide to go in there, they're in awe because all of the stuff that's in there. And they have their own little belief system going on based off of social media, uh, things that are being taught at the school because they're not learning anything. They're not learning any valuable information from the parent. They're only learning action. Just looking. Just watching the parents and what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. But about the school shootings, we, we we tend to blame the child. And yes, it is the child's fault. But at the same time, we want to throw things out there like better gun laws and all of these things. But children are not going in the stores and buying guns. So how are better gun laws or more gun laws going to affect school shootings? Nine times out of 10, they're getting the guns from their parents. So when they go shoot the the the, uh, the place up with their the, the the parents' gun, I feel like that the parents should have some responsibility within that. What do you mean? Because they it's neglect. The you you're not paying attention to your child, and then you have guns around a child that you don't even know that's unstable. <laughs> I I wasn't trying to laugh like. Um, <clears throat> Are they not locking these things up? If a child, if if anyone wants something bad enough, they'll get it. It's not about locking your guns up. It's about discipline. 
It's about training your child. It's about knowing who your child is. It's about being attentive to your children so you know what kind of mind state they're in. Yeah, and being attentive is if you have, if you have, what are they? Handguns. Hand <laughs> All kind of guns. All, but wait, what do they call? Gun Fi- safes. Firearms. Firearms. Firearm, yeah. If you have firearms in your home, mm-hmm. you the parent is responsible because they'll even say, buy cases, lock them up, do this. The kid should not have access to your code. The kid should not have access to the safe. The kid should not, I, I'm saying kid, the children, the child should not have access to it. So, so I understand. you just said be responsible. So yeah. when do they lose that responsibility? When do who lose the responsibility? Shouldn't that shouldn't shouldn't they continue to be responsible if the child? Yeah, they're responsible, but you still need to hold that child accountable as well. I'm not saying that leave the child alone. Yeah, I'm saying both of them need. Yeah, but you, every the parent is ultimately responsible, and because that's a dangerous game. I get it. You you teach your child, you know how to do it and how to um, shoot. How to shoot and yeah. how to load the gun. Yeah, all that. Uh, all the protocol. But are you teaching the correct protocol? Are you teaching? We were watching um, SVU mm-hmm. and the son, He they went on a hunting trip. And so he had, was supposed to kill a rabbit. But are we teaching? If, if, if that is what you are doing with your children, if you're teaching them about firearms and the protocol, are you saying we don't kill humans? Unless there's like a threat, unless somebody's breaking into your home, and is is that being taught? You just don't go out into the thing because you're upset, and I'm gonna shoot everybody. Like what the heck? You just don't like that is dumb. That is a process, though. They don't just wake up one morning and say, "Oh, I'm gonna shoot up stuff." That is a bunch. That that is weeks, then, months of not paying attention. And then, I don't play video games. That I don't. Another, we don't have. We don't have a video game system in our in our household. For what? So I don't know. Um, what's on these games? Because I can't. I can't speak to it because I don't play. So I don't know. I'm like I know there's this Call of Duty, right? Violence. Uh, what else is there? I, I hear about, uh, I don't think Roblox and Minecraft are t- bad. Are they? I don't know. Um, we don't do that. So I, like I said, I can't speak directly on that because I don't know. But a lot of these children are also playing they they video, video game. game. <laughs> they think they in a video game in real life. So that scares me. That is that. That is that real scares scary. me. You shouldn't be Man. scared, you know. But that scares me because if a video game is triggering your mind, and doesn't it look is it looks realistic, right? Absolutely. Like right, like yeah, like real people, like they're desensitized and killing. And then how now the games are set up? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you can talk to who you're playing against. You and can you talk can, like, bad to them. That's, that's what I was about to say. Like you can talk. Ugly yes. and say nasty things. Yes, right? as you're killing them. So you're getting a whole lot of practice. <laughs> that's you're getting real that's high scary. practice. Only thing you need is the real thing. Mm, that's they're teaching your children how to be violent. And okay, so you said they're teaching their, your children how to be violent. Mm-hmm. But we, the parents, purchase the items because it is a part of 
American culture. I'm talk about United States. It is a part of the American culture so to have fault? to have the the updated phones, to mm-hmm. have the updated game systems. What else is there? To have the updated um to be active social, on social media. media. There you go. The TikToks. <laughs> the Instagram, although yep. Instagram is saying they are um regulating. Regulating. But TikTok wide open right now. Right. So they take five-year-olds, four-year-olds, three-year-olds, 20-year-olds, 100-year-olds. They don't care. They'll take everybody. So that's interesting because we put our children into those positions, and then we have the nerve to say that it's the school system to blame <laughs> as well. And we fought the school system for hmm. all the problems that we see in our child. And here's... Well, you know I love a good education talk, okay? You know that's my area okay, so hit them with of expertise. Um, the school system is not all the way right, okay? We know it, this. It's not. It was not set up, and I, I when um, black people say it was not set up for us, it wasn't set up for a lot of people. It so wasn't it set, was up for set up nobody. for nobody. It was the school system was set up, and the school how um, how the compulsory school that we know today it started in Prussia. So some American man, I can't remember his name, went over to Prussia and saw how the children were learning, which was like assembly line. We're going rote learning. Everybody's learning the same thing. You go to school to learn. You learn how to work. First grade, second grade, third grade. And then you go into the workforce. Yeah. You know, the uniform, all this. Mm -hmm. Walking in a straight line. Compulsory school started in Prussia and it was brought to the uh, United States in the 1900s. It didn't really stick because uh, parents were still homeschooling. So the school system was not set up for anybody to really win and be successful. So they're not going to teach you strategies to make you rich. They're not going to teach you things to help you create wealth for yourself. None of that. So because I know that part, I know that the reading um, children learning math, children learning history that does it that don't fall on the school system. Okay, that falls on me as a parent. That is called fundamentals. Because if I know this is goes back to paying attention to what your child needs or where they're struggling at, this is the part where you, mom or dad, can say, okay, I need to do something to. Hmm help my child because Mrs. or Mr. or the principal, you you can't continue to blame. You can't continue to point the finger at somebody just because you are sending them there every day. And I got an analogy for you. You You can't send your child to, uh, uh, you can't have the school teach your child uh, how to, what was I going to say? I keep losing my train of thought. (laughs) Yeah, dog. Man, no. Uh, uh, it was about basketball, but you don't have, you don't teach your, uh, you don't send your child to school, to high school, to learn how to dribble. You don't. Those are fundamentals. You don't, you don't teach them how to pass in high school. You don't teach them how to do all the the basics of basketball in high school. So why are we sending them out into the world to learn fundamental life skills? And even if the school is teaching it, you need you, to be reinforcing. You can touch bases on this. Yeah. Um, 
I had read something. I had never heard this. I didn't even Google it after. So I'm just going off of what I saw and what I what I read that the, um, one of a homeschool, a homeschool mom uh, was talking to an English teacher and asked what books were being read in, in the school. And the teacher was like, we don't read books. And I, it's high school. And I was like, am I reading this correctly? So I reread it and I was like, no way. And so in my mind, I do want to do a survey because as many educators that I know, it's like, y'all not reading? Or is it just in certain states like this? What state this, was this? I don't. Well, she's in Texas. She's in Dallas. Uh, so I don't know if the teachers she was talking to was in Dallas, you know, so I'm I'm it. it you can't blame the school system. Now, some things you can blame the school system, okay? But if it's an easy fix, as also as getting a tutor, also finding someone who can who can intervene and help and say, but we as a parent, we have to stop trying to <laughs> say, hey, you're not doing right for my child. Well, no, they aren't because that ain't their child. At the end of the day, that's not their child. <laughs> that's your child. It's really not their responsibility no, to not. take care of them. No, it's not. It's your responsibility hmm. to make sure. It's your responsibility, you know, to, to make discipline them. To discipline them. They have to, to. They have to spend so much time on other things that they don't even have the time to do the things that they're supposed to be doing, because children don't have the the, the proper leadership at home. Yeah, and it's, it, 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 the scary part about it is all of these ideas, all of the all of these things that these children are adopting. These are the same children that are going to be leading tomorrow. Yeah, I, I saw somebody who said that, and it was like that's scary. That is very scary. <laughs> and then I start thinking, I was like, the same children though, as well that are Ava and Isabel's age. It's like Ava and Isabel would probably be cavemen or Neanderthals because they're not on that. And then if I social media go, I mean, if, if the internet goes out, y'all in trouble. I was like, so and and we in trouble before too. I um, got comfortable with how I was homeschooling and approaching my way. I did fall into the. Am I being like messed up with not doing this whole, you know, social media and all that? So, but now I'm seeing, no, it's okay. But yeah, now I'm seeing that, yeah, it, it's okay not to uh, indulge. indulge in some <laughs> of the things that everybody else is doing. It's okay for you to pick up a book and read. Straight up. It's okay for you to go create a graphic novel. You, you want to use some all my computer paper? Go ahead. We need, like, we, we need you to be able to work with your hands. <laughs> go play outside. Yeah. Go build some Legos. <laughs> go build with the Lego. Straight you up. Um, the school system is not all the way to blame. Hmm. It's not all the way to blame. Um, Social media ain't to blame either. I got a quick fix for you. I got the best doggone parenting advice I can give you. Keep your kids off social media. That's hard. <laughs> I know people who say that too. It's hard. And I don't know. I was just saying that because because no, I had a lady. I had somebody tell me that for real. She was like, it's hard. She was like, before the pandemic, we were good. We didn't use the internet for nothing like that. But during the pandemic, I had I, they went to virtual school. So virtual school is the problem. 
No. Bad parenting is the problem. <laughs> Started virtual school, so you had to do social media? Terrible parenting is the problem. Terrible parenting is a direct result of everything bad, most things bad that we have going on. If we had better parents, we would have a better world, I guarantee it. Because here's how I know. And I know I don't be on social media like that. But when I am on, so like, for example, we had three weeks off. And so when I'm on a break, oh, I'm on social media. (laughs) I'm on social media. I send things and people be like, I already saw that. Oh, you know what? Look, just, 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 just. A month ago, just, yeah, just act like that. you just just indulge with me, okay? No. <laughs> because no I way. don't. And so sometimes I get carried away, and I'm a grown woman. So if an eight-year-old has it and mm. it's just go, going and looking at everything and, you know. It all looks wow. like so amazing. And it's not. It's really not. <laughs> Most people don't be talking about it. Don't, don't be saying nothing. They just say it loud. Don't be saying a word. Just because you're saying stuff loud don't mean you're saying something. Stop screaming at people. Who's that? This is that James Brownson. I have to think of it later. I don't know what you're talking about, but we was about to jam. Oh, I think it's a James Brown song. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, um, yeah, I get carried away on social media, so I can only imagine somebody's brain who is not fully developed and taking it all in because it's so much. Mm. Uh, Yeah. It's, it's, it's not social media's fault because we have to hand it to them. We have to buy it. We have to pay for it every month. We have to, we put all, we give the access. We put all this money into, like I told y'all a couple of episodes back, I got rid of all my stuff and now I'm just twiddling my thumbs. Like, what do I do? What do I read a book? Yeah, absolutely. Read a book. Hmm. Let's watch something educational. You know, let's watch a YouTube video. Yeah. Let's, let's figure this out. And that's one thing that I do. I've started, well, not started. I've been doing this. I watch YouTube for information and not entertainment. Mm -hmm. Well, I've never watched it for entertainment. When when I go on there, I'm looking for, for, for new ways of doing things, new strategies and stuff like that. I don't go in there looking at them doggone goofy behind folks doing them doggone challenges and stuff. That that is very annoying to me. So I look for people who are saying something. So that's what we try to do. We try to say something. Yeah, I try. Yeah. What y'all think? Y'all think we'd be saying something? I I try. And I think that's my ultimate goal as to why I, I'm not even going to say change my parenting, but just got... Uh, more comfortable in parenting and what I'm more so, intentional, more intentional. Um, just as you, as I read the Bible, as I understand it more, yeah. it changed, it, it'll change your life. And mm. then it's, it, you become a better wife and it's like, okay, well you become a better wife. How am I become, how do I become a better mother as well? And then also we have to be the example for our children because for me to be a wife and to be a woman, I have to set that example for those little girls mm-hmm. because they are going to grow up and be big, big girls. They're going to be, <laughs> they're going to be women. Yeah. And so you, you have to show the example of how to treat a man. I know mm-hmm. we always talk about um, men, how men treat women. 
But there has to be an example of how women, women treat, treat men, men how you treat boys, how you mm-hmm. being respectful. You can't teach. You can't show your you you can't show your child or your daughter if you're a woman you can't show your daughter that you hate men or always talking down on men and then expect them to go out in the world and be able to find a quality man they don't know what that is they know what a terrible man is because that's what you taught them so it's about like just teaching and being that example, whether it is like being a leader, we, we want to follow the masses mm-hmm. and we want to facilitate. We are not an arena. We are not facilitating um, basketball players. We're not facilitating uh, uh, junk, all the mopping stuff that you need yeah. to clean up. Like we're not facilitating that we mm-hmm. are, we should be leaders in our in in our families and we should especially be, fathers yeah um and and if you are a married couple then you should your the hus- husband is the head and then the wife and then the children um we and then husband and wives need to be on the same page mm-hmm. on what it is on how to discipline the children what are we going to do what are we y'all not going not, to y'all do y'all may not agree but y'all can come to some kind of understanding yeah absolutely absolutely there has to be some type of agreement and and I think children can play against that as well. Absolutely. well. I'll go ask dad or I'll go ask mom and, and we play against that. No, mom and dad needs to be on the, We're same, on the page. same page. And if you don't agree, then that should be a conversation where you take it elsewhere and mm-hmm. you don't do it in front of them because then the child kind of has the, the they upper got some hand. Ammo. Yeah. Has the upper hand to say, Oh, I know what to yeah. do. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna play them against each other. Uh, I know what yeah. to do. Their brains might they not be attention. full their brains might not be fully developed, but they use some tricky little things. They pick tell up you. on stuff. Yes, they do. They some sinners. They some sinners. Just think about when you was a child. <laughs> you mean conniving, okay? Yeah. But so dis- be on the same page with the uh with the disciplining um together as husband and wife. Uh, we have to step up our games and we have to get our children right. And I I really mean that. We always talk about protecting the children mm-hmm. and all this. We really need to step up and take care of our children and, and, and see that they are leaders and not followers to see that if somebody does approach them, because there, there will be times when they are approached. And somebody going to be like, yeah, I, I make fun with Isabel, our youngest, because she would, she would, she if somebody came and, and uh, she wanted to play and they, she, she'll just get lost in playing. Right. Yeah. And so I joke with her. I'd be like, yeah, you remember, uh, there was just a, uh, a little boy that they used to play with. His name was Cleotis. His name was not Cleotis. I, I can't remember his name. His name started with a Z, but anyway, I call him Cleotis. And they think it's the funniest thing. I like, yeah, Cleotis get on them monkey bars and start doing, and you do it. Cleotis. And I said, Cleotis ain't gonna break his arm, but you will. And you be like, well, I was following Cleotis. Don't be a follower. Don't right? be following Cleotis. <laughs> you be, <laughs> you be a leader. So it is our job as a parent to discipline. And that I'm gonna say this: you have to learn yourself how to be a leader in order to teach your child how to be a leader. So we need to start with that man in the mirror, like my boy Michael Jackson say. Start with yourself so you can cultivate other leaders within your children. And leading is not being a booty, right? Leading is leading is making sure that you're telling people the truth. Yeah. 
And when I say truth, the truth, you're not sugarcoating not, not, nothing. Not, not your like, truth. Not your truth. The truth. The truth. And like, one. And hey, this is what it is. And I'm sure our children will be better. But we have to, we got to come together and get this and thing Man, we need right. to start yesterday, too. Because, <laughs> uh, man, it, 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 it's getting uglier and uglier. I hear and. Here's the last thing. My children are not perfect. I'm telling you, they're, they're a sinner. So there's some things that they, they be doing. It's like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, I mess up a lot. Okay. I'm not perfect. So they're still looking at me, but I am, I can say to them, I messed up. That's not how you do this. Yeah. That's not how you, that's not and how that's where you, it starts. Accountability. That's not how you yeah. handle the situation. But people, you, let 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 your children know they're going to mess up. There's going to be some days when they don't reach the goal. There's going to be some days where they don't want to. Grace. But be the parent, though, not the friend. Yeah. Be the parent. Lead. Don't facilitate. <laughs> don't allow your children to adopt all kind of ideas. Yeah. It's terrible. And it's dangerous. Yeah, because they can't be the salt and the light. A lot of people want their children to be the salt and the light. They're too young. They're not ready to fight the battle. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. They their, army, the armor. Their, their armor is not strong enough yet. Yours ain't even strong. And you grown. Their armor is not strong. So Man. your babies cannot be the Man. salt and the light in these they schools. They still got the salt okay? spot in their head. <laughs> they cannot be the salt and the light in these schools. No, because can't. just like I was talking about Cleotis and Isabel. That's what's going to happen. And speaking of that, there I, I seen this woman who was, uh, she said that her, her daughter had a homosexual teacher. And she said with, within less than a week, he okay. persuaded her into that, into that thinking, uh, aside from what she had already been teaching her. Mm-hmm. She was at home defending this man against her mama based off of the things that she learned within a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we say they're not doggone grooming. Everybody, well, not in that sense. Not in the sense that everybody, there is, I don't, because I don't even like that word grooming. And I know that's the word that that is that is used. Molding. Uh, molding. Yeah. You're teaching something mm. that, that should not be taught. Absolutely. Uh, it's intriguing. Yeah. Once you once you see something, so that's mm. why I said your children are not salt and light. They can't fight the battle. They don't know how to fight the they battle. They have no discernment. Um, you probably don't know how to fight the battle, and that's no shade. But it is like we we. It's hard out here. The babies can't do that. They can't. They nah. they can't do that. Mm. They can't do that one. No, nah. but yeah. How y'all feel about parenting? In the, in the United States today. Do y'all think uh, terrible parenting contributes to uh, a lot of the mayhem that goes on in the United States? Um, just how do y'all feel about parenting? Let us know in the comments. Y'all know they always open. We ain't never shut up now. We want to hear everything y'all got to say. Like we always say, join the conversation. <laughs> but anyway, before we get out of here, we're going to bust them in the head one time for their mind with on this day.
in black history. So today is April the 3rd. So on April the 3rd of 1968, Dr. Martin Luther King delivered his last speech the day before he got assassinated. The speech was called, what? I've I've been to the mountaintop. He's on the mountaintop. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and this was uh, during the sanit- when the sanitation workers in Memphis, Tennessee, were um, going to do a protest. They were going to walk the streets. Uh, yeah, a, a protest, and they were going to walk the streets. And so, um, he wasn't even going to show up to that to do this. He should. They thought no, no. They thought that he was going to be at the. Um, he was sick. <clears throat> he wasn't feeling well. And then all of a sudden he showed up and they heard him. Uh, he gave the I've been to the mountain top speech. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to that boy. The more you know. <laughs> the more you know. And that was on this day in black history. So, like always, thank you to everyone who continues to rock with us. We will be back next Monday with a hot new topic for your mind. So y'all stick with us. And like always, it's love, peace, and soul. Like Soul Train, baby. Chill.